Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good, uh, good pick on that song, man. That was great. Oh, thank you. I haven't heard that in forever. Uh, hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. Unfortunately, my co-host, Chris King, couldn't be here today because... Um, what? Zach, do you remember why he couldn't be here today? No, I was I was not involved at any point with why... You know, I, I almost went to his house this morning. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I, I thought it was legal issues, maybe. It probably was. Yeah. What, what did you hear? Uh, I, I'm not a liberty to say. What we'll <laughs> we'll to say was legal issues. Uh, but we do have the most professional podcaster, Chef Bridget Haran. Welcome up? to the program. Thank you for co-hosting today. Yeah, I'm coming for Chris's job. So, well, it's not that hard to take it. <laughs> you're halfway. You got your foot halfway if, in the door. If you show up, you're halfway there. <laughs> and then on uh, the ones and twos, we have the sauce boss of Indianapolis, Zach Roan. Hello. Uh, is by virtue of you being the sauce boss, does that mean that there's like a condiment mafia? Yeah, no, it's an elected position. Oh, oh, like a, like a teamster. There is a condiment mafia, but that's not what I'm okay. associated with. You're like the the Jimmy Hoffa, right. Jimmy, Jimmy <laughs> sauce, right? <laughs> and with us in studio, very special guest today, Trent Mabry. How you doing? Ah, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Thank you. Welcome to the program. Thank you. It's good to be here. We had a little German uh, celebration today. That was good. Yeah. It was well. It was your suggestion to make. Well, German that's food. why I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it was really good. I was like, you know what? I haven't made in a long time German food. I'd really like to do that. Uh, we can't play. Uh, what do you think we just ate? Because Chris isn't here. We could. I would crush it. I was gonna say we could. <laughs> we could play. How do you think the the this food was pronounced? Because I can't pronounce anything I made today. Yeah. I did make well the Braunschweiger. The Braunschweiger, Spatzel, Strudel, Strudel, Pretzel, Pretzel, pretzel. (laughs) Der der Pretzel, if you will. I I got this one. (laughs) Uh, And then there was a few other things. I don't know. Check out our Instagram. Go to at Heart of Brunch Instagram. (laughs) You can see pictures. We'll drop something all week of uh, all the delicious foods that we made. So full of like sausage and potatoes. It was super good. Those sandwich things. They were really good. Yeah, they were. It was just a perfect bun, a perfect yeah. fried bun, you know? <laughs> it's it's just so concerning for me that I've spent so many years of my life learning how to make baked goods, and you truly believe that anything that comes from a can, whether it's a croissant or a biscuit or pizza dough, is all the same. It is all the same. It's definitely not as good. It's not as good. It's not as good as if you would have made, like, a bun or something. But those are all equal to each other, like. But, uh, but they're uh, but they're different doughs. Yeah, I disagree to disagree. Oh, okay. I think I think <laughs> I think the actual doughs are different, but I think if it comes from a can, it's all the same thing. Right. I don't think there's a French pastry chef putting croissant, real croissant dough in those. Well, there's never croissants here, so it's fine. Well, that's another strike against Chris King. <laughs> 
Uh, Chris King, just be glad he's not here. He's pretty terrible. Um, I know. I listened to the, uh, the episode with Zane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was getting into. Yeah, yeah that's they, good. They deba- debated <laughs> Batman for... There was <laughs> three-fourths of the episode. <laughs> that was a second take, too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the second take. <laughs> it was, was technically, like, are we, are yeah. We, are we really 20 minutes into <laughs> which 90s Batman movie we like better? <laughs> oh. Trim Avery, uh, local, com- local comedian. <laughs> uh, you are in the... How long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, like six years. Six years, nice. Yeah. And you are... A semi-finalist or going to the semi-finalist round of indie indie's funniest comedian? I am, yeah, August nineteenth. August nineteenth at Helium Comedy Club. Oh yeah. Uh, how was that first round? What was that like? Oh, a stiff competition. Stiff competition. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like you, I, so I look at the list every week of yeah. like because there was a lot. There was like three weeks of two nights. So it was like six yeah, rounds, yeah. right? Of yeah. the first one. Yeah. And I would look at all the comics, and I'd be like, there's three or four names I know. And I was like, those are the people that are going to win. Right. You're like, I don't know these other people. And almost every single time, that's been true. Yeah. There's but some, there's been some upsets. Yeah. There's been some upsets. Did you bring a lot of people? Uh, there was like seven people that came. Nice. They gave you like 10 free tickets. Yeah. So I, I used seven of them. That's pretty, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. But then you obviously got some votes from, from non-fans as well, well. I hope so. Unless Were you number one? Two or three? They didn't say, but they read. They said in no particular order, but they read my name first, so I think I was number one. <laughs> mm. Basically, cross elimination. You yeah. won. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, is this your first comedy competition? No, it's. Uh, I don't know how many, but I've done a few. I'm yeah. going to do the finals of the uh, funniest person in Cincinnati. Yeah, I lost. Oh, yeah. Lost there. I think it's kind of weird that you can just drive to Cincinnati and be like, I'm the funniest person right. in Cincinnati. <laughs> I feel like that you should have to have, like own land there or something. Yeah. Like, like before well, I got here there was probably someone funnier, but now I'm here. I'm yeah. Exactly. Funniest. Well on this one the in the helium one you have to give your address. So yeah. you have to verify. That it. makes sense, yeah. yeah. Cincinnati's doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if you won, it'd just be like a heel just t- I'm taking the belt back to India <laughs> with me. Uh oh my goodness. You uh, you said you've been doing comedy for six years. So did you start like what was like the first clubs you were starting at? Uh, my first open mic was at Crackers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Broad Ripple or downtown? Uh, Broad Ripple. They didn't do the uh, open mic downtown. Um, but yeah, you got three minutes. You had to bring five people. Nice. You did? Did you ever do Crackers? I did, but by that time they kind of skirted the. You have to bring. You could like I always just signed up for the alt list. Oh yeah. That's good. That's what I should have done, probably. <laughs> but I, I didn't. Uh, I went back there the second time. Um, had to bring five people again, and uh, I brought my five people. They all checked in, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, like five minutes before showtime, I was, I, I was already nervous. It's my second time. Uh, it's my family this time. My first one was my friends. This guy, the manager, comes. He talks to me. He goes, "Trent, you didn't bring five people." I go, what? "Yeah, they're sitting right there." <laughs> he goes, "Well." They didn't check in. I go, yeah, I saw him check in. <laughs> so I'm, I had made my uncle go up and talk to him. And then they, they had my name wrong. It was some other guy that didn't ring it. Jesus. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I got, got in my head. It made me even more nervous than I already was. I yeah. I was gonna, yeah that's did a, my family leave? I didn't yeah. see them leave. Like, the that's happened? a lot to ask to bring to a show and coordinate and, and right. to do all this stuff for fucking a three-minute open mic. Yeah. I've gone on record as saying I'd, I don't like... Um, 
some of the comedy rules, the old school comedy <laughs> rules, the old school way of doing things. And I feel like some of the stuff's kind of changing now. I hope so. It's slowly but surely. I think it's changing. But like when I when I started doing comedy, it was weird because like Morty's had closed down. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Cracker. It was crackers. There was only crackers. Helium wasn't open yet. Mm. And it was just crackers. And there was really only like crackers and like the shoe fly mic. Mm-hmm. And then uh, broken beaker mic. Oh yeah. And then and then that was my first mic was broken. It was terrible, but it was great. Because it was just like there was no one there, <laughs> so it was very comfortable right. that was to go. A, up. a trend for them, I think, for a long time. Yeah, it was part of their business model. That's why they're no longer with us. <laughs> but um, yeah, they tried to make science fun. Um, <laughs> they all had very uncomfortable chairs, which is like none of it was good. Uh, what is it? A, a restaurant? A bar? It was a bar that it's was. Like a it was two. Distillery. It, it was a distillery. It was a distillery. It was a distillery that was bought by two. Uh, Scientist? Eli, Eli Lilly scientists. <laughs> and they were like, and they had like a good idea. They were like, what if we made everything like had a science theme? Mm. And like but, it was cool. The drinks were like in beakers or like it was a fun concept, but uh, it wasn't executed it was well. not successful. Yeah. It felt like you were in biology class. It didn't feel like you were like in a cool bar that was like sciencey. Yeah. It was it, the chairs. That's what made it feel like you were in school. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah we do comedy there, but like, yeah, it was weird. There, was, like, there just wasn't. A lot of places to go up mm-hmm. and and do stuff. So like that's part of the reason why we started doing red flag comedy was like yeah. more stage time mm-hmm. and opportunities to get up, but also just like less of that kind of horse shit. Like where's your eighteen people you brought for your <laughs> right. your two? Uh, yeah. Can't say fuck. Yeah, can't say. F- <laughs> my my first time being on a comedy stage was uh, out of state. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah. I, right. I did uh, comedy caravan and I did. Couple, I think I did a couple places before I ever did crackers. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to like get, I don't know. I kind of wanted to get some like a bearing of what it looked like without before going into crackers because I had just heard, yeah, so many stories. Yeah, they're <laughs> all true. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd heard some tales. Yeah, I did crackers like two or three times, and I went to Morty's, and then I never really did crackers after that. Yeah, you're like I'm past it now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, I guess, pre-COVID, do, we, do you, you, like, I don't see you, like, as, a, like, a lot of mics. Do you, you don't? No, I'm pretty lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to show up and get it done on the shows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do, like, I'll do the helium mic on Wednesdays, and then maybe one other thing, like Jokers or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm not out all, every night, like a lot of people are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm, not, I'm not in the streets like that. That's not, <laughs> not what we're doing. How was your How was your lockdown experience? Uh, the lockdown it was good. I watched uh, The Sopranos mm. for the first time oh, yeah. all the way through. Yeah. yeah, all the way through. Nice. Did like two episodes a night. Dude, I'm gonna tell you what, man. It's a completely different experience. Like I had to wait a week in between each know, episode. <laughs> What's gonna happen next? <laughs> There's some good uh, middle seasons there i think like two and three where it's like every episode is like a movie yeah like every episode is just like oh it's like the one they go to italy it's, it's, a, it's oh, own yeah. drama. so You're good like, yeah that's one of my favorite it's been a very mafia heavy heavy morning we talked about yeah good fellas for a long time casino, casino. which i yeah. haven't seen i didn't never saw casino you should watch casino for sure I know, I absolutely it's not better than Goodfellas, but it is good it's, yeah it's worth watching and Batman, you should watch those '90s Batman movies. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's been a while since I've seen the '90s Batman movies. 
we're just making fun of Zane Zane there. <laughs> Keeping track at home. Um, he was very passionate about it too. He like not only like had a lot of like, comments, but he was like very, very excited about was. it. Like we know Chris King is excited about you know Batman, but look, I I have those opinions too. I just didn't want to do them on a, a comedy podcast yeah, for save it for, <laughs> save it for off the air. I could I could have a whole you want to, you want to talk about Star Trek for an hour? I could do that too. <laughs> well, you're, you're more Star Wars, aren't you, Bridget? Uh, yeah, Star Wars, uh, Battlestar Galactica. We just cross all. All of them. Good Stargate was all that. We, we kind of dabble across the board. Okay, all right. Any sort of sci-fi. Are you bummed that, that? Are you bummed that there's no uh, Gen Con this year? Do you go? Are you a Gen Conner? I went more when I was younger. Um, Chris and I have talked about this. Is I don't like the other people there. I just, okay. I like to go and see like see the stuff and see the booth. But I don't really want to like spend time with people. I went through a period in high school where I did the. the the cosplay and we did we did the whole thing. So oh really? Are there photos of this? Nope. Yep. <laughs> They're all burned. <laughs> I I, I, I clean my computer so I get rid of those pictures. <laughs> Who's someone you dressed up as? Um, I did Sailor Moon at one point. What? Uh, Padme from Star Wars, Princess Leia. Um, I did. A whole slew of characters from Battlestar Galactica. It's, uh, we just, you know, kind of... Starbuck? No. <laughs> no. But yeah, it's... Uh, I don't do that anymore, so... <laughs> so we can move Maybe you haven't. That. Maybe you haven't heard this about me. I, I don't shine shoes no more. Uh, You've been gone a long time. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I was bummed because I think that it, it's something that I think so many people look forward to. And, you know, obviously it's something that the city... It's a lot of fun. It's like people have a good time with it, but... Also, like, don't, I mean, the, the nerdy people, like, we all have our pre-existing conditions. We don't need to be all together right now. <laughs> That's true. What big group, besides, obviously, comedy, what big group are you, like, a sports guy? Like, what big thing is was a loss for you during? Uh, not really a loss. I mean, they kept doing it, but I'm a big wrestling guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. They just do it with no audience now, which yeah. it's not as good. Uh <laughs> All right, so I used to like I I was like a Attitude era yeah, yeah. Uh, wrestling fan, and then uh, I I like got out of it. But I feel like every few years I go to my friend's house like for WrestleMania, mm. and he'll just give me like fifteen minute catch up, and I like got it all back. I'm oh like, yeah, that's pretty person? easy. To... Okay, yeah, well, what's their what's their problem? Yeah. Okay, cool. I have a friend who uh, it's crazy. I have a friend who works for the WWE. He's a referee. Oh and, yeah, uh, is it, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, his name was Drake. Yeah, he uh, he works he he works on Next now. He was yeah yeah on my, the, the uh, main show. My cousins, uh, they're like twelve. They go to school with his sister. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's cool. He's a great guy. He's a good dude. Uh, but it's just weird. Like I was watching a clip the other day on Twitter or something, mm. and it was just because it was uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah, yeah. Like, kick somebody? Like, as, like, part of a work or whatever? Yeah, they got into an argument. They got into an argument. His podcast, his hit podcast. Oh, but it spilled over to, it spilled over to, like, the actual show. I don't know. The clip I watched was, like, them arguing at the show and Pat McAfee acting poorly. And then he was like, yeah, you know what? And then he, like, kicks the guy. And it's just like, this is not real life. Like, obviously, you can't just kick someone that you're mad at. Right. But then I just saw Drake was, like, pushing him off. And I was like, I know that guy. (laughs) That's fun. He's a dad. <laughs> he's very tan. 
He's a very tan man. Well, he used to be a hardcore deathmatch wrestler. Oh, really? And he'd go over to Japan. Like part of the reason uh, he he applied for the WWE, well, he he wasn't tall enough. He wasn't. He's not super tall. He's like regular size. But also, like his forehead is just like hamburger meat. Mm-hmm. Like it's just been gigged with barbed wire yeah, and all kinds of guys. stuff. So I think he tans the, the tan that kind of like covers up some of the uh, scars. That, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense from the from the wrestling. The years of Years of abuse. abuse. To your body. Yeah. But uh, he's one of those dudes that, uh, he was always a good dude, but uh, he found uh, Jesus. Yeah? He found Jesus, and uh, I think it really, like, helped him out a lot. <laughs> Let's just leave it at right. that. And then, uh, but, like, you know, he has, like, a dream job working for the WWE. Yeah. He's got, like, a great family. Yeah. Gets to drag ex-football players off stages. Yeah. yeah. Gets to hang out with Pat McAfee. Maybe get kicked by him. Yeah, I've wanted, to, I've wanted to drag Pat McAfee off stage. <laughs> The stand-up stage. <laughs> yeah. Were you were you there at one of the the, the Morty's nights? Uh, I actually did a like a speaking of contest. I did a contest that he put on okay. at Morty's, and I was it was a bunch of comics, a bunch of veteran comics, and then me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I shouldn't have been there really, but he was supposed to host the show. He's supposed to kick it off, you yeah. know, like, loosen people up. But he just got on stage. He goes, hey, everybody. They hadn't even turned the lights down yet. And then he just brings me up on stage. Mm. So basically, I was the host. Just nice and cold. Yeah. Just, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Did so he I, like, say your I name wrong, too? On that one. <laughs> Give it up for Trent, maybe, guys. He's <laughs> a real funny dude. Oh, my God. So I, I saw, speaking of uh, podcasts, uh, I saw you just started a podcast. I did start a podcast. And you're yeah. offering advice to people? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I give advice. Where do you get off, sir? Where do you... <laughs> no, what kind of advice are you giving? Uh, any, I'll give advice on anything. You just email me. It's been random, completely random. If I get an email. Last time I just read an, uh, a letter to Dear Abby. <laughs> <laughs> and gave my advice and then compared... My advice to to uh, dear Abby's advice. Yeah, <laughs> whose was better? Well, I think mine. Yeah, he's like obviously mine was, yeah. was better. That's is why it, I have the podcast. Is Abby like an actual person, or is that like a mantle that just gets handed from person <laughs> to person? I think it was an actual person. Now, now it's like yeah, it's just handed down from to a different person. I think the lady's name is like Janine now. Oh, uh, it doesn't have as good of a ring to it. No, dear Janine. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Green Lantern ring, you know. You just yeah. you just keep passing that down. Yeah, it always has to be one. <laughs> so what 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 was the inspiration for you doing uh, that kind of podcast, like a device podcast? Um, well, I was just bored during quarantine, and I was I, I had done a podcast with my friend like right out of high school. It was just us talking. Mm-hmm. Um. And I took them all down because I, I didn't want to get canceled. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you were just out of high school. Right. Just out of high school, none of us had great. Yeah. To say. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so I, then I wanted I wanted to do another podcast, but I didn't want to rely on uh, other people. You know, like Chris King. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> canceled. Yeah. So I just I just wanted to do something by myself, and I thought that was a good idea to just have people write in, and I could give them advice. Yeah. Is that weird? How long is each episode? Like twenty minutes. Oh, okay, just in and out. Oh, that's, yes, good. that's easy. You kind of, yeah. And do you put out one a week or do you do multiples? Uh, one a week. Yeah. Nice. On Friday. What would you say has been your best advice so far? Um, 
Well, this last episode of the Dear Abby one, mm-hmm. they wrote in to Dear Abby <laughs> about uh, their, their, their neighbors, and they, their, their neighbors were like an 89-year-old woman, and uh, her, she has a caretaker, and the 89-year-old woman will go on like a vacation to visit her family like during the, during the summer, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently the caretaker, they see the caretaker... Uh, going into her house and having an affair with a with a guy, and they don't know if they should tell her the eighty nine year old woman. Uh, well, why isn't it an affair? She's just, or she just she's just humping inside the house. Yeah, but I, apparently they know that she's married to another oh, guy. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, how about just mind your own damn business? That's what I said. I said <laughs> I said she doesn't need to know. She's eighty nine. Just yeah. let her live <laughs> the rest of her life. Janine uh, was probably like, you have to tell her. Yeah. You're like, no, she don't goes, tell her. Take it to your grave. Right, To exactly. her grave. Yeah. Fine. So I said, don't tell her. Just mind your own business. Um, uh, they also told, they told her son already that this was, they thought this was happening. And he didn't do anything. So, <laughs> well, but I feel like you've, you've like, yeah. Yeah, you've, you've gone through the, uh, the order of command or whatever the phrase is, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, business. refer to them to the classic court case of... Uh, <laughs> Snitches v. Stitches. <laughs> exactly. Fucking just busybodies. Have something better to do with your time. Someone's getting laid in a fucking pandemic. Leave them, let them be. Exactly. And she's, she's got to take care of an 89-year-old woman. She's earned it. Yeah. yeah. Stressful job. Yeah. Like, don't tell her husband, but, like, also, like, he's probably an asshole, right? <laughs> yeah. Just don't. I assume so. Just clean up after yourself. Like, yeah. you know, like, I don't know what kind of sex romp she's having in there at the... I mean, she's a caretaker. It's her job to clean up. Anyway, I'm sure she's doing a good job. That is true. Take care of it. Solid advice. Well, maybe. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe. I, I have lots of issues, so I'm going to be reaching out to you. I've got every, every week it's something different. So. Oh, perfect. Well, we have a podcast where we call people, so maybe we'll just yeah. call the call the helpline. Yeah. yeah we, we can, can do a double podcast. Yeah. A little, little therapy session will be yeah. good. <laughs> Get it all out there. Yeah, I want to take calls and stuff. I need. I guess I need your guy. I just haven't really looked into it. I'm like you. I don't know a lot about the technology. <laughs> I'll just call in and be like, I'm having trouble with my co-host. Do you have any advice? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do advice live right now. You've got Bridget. That's true. Who needs the advice? All the advice. I, um, well, where do we start? <laughs> Let's see. I, uh, I'm a chef, so I, yeah. obviously restaurants closed. That was bad. That took a toll. Uh, I'm 28 and I have a pacemaker and just had triple bypass surgery. Oh, wow. But I also really like drinking and coffee. So there's that. Um, Wait, you, you said that kind of fast. You didn't just say drinking coffee, right? You drinking said, and coffee. And coffee. Okay. And okay. Coffee. okay. Yeah. Uh, I um, am bad. I pick terrible people to be in relationships with. <laughs> um. I almost said amen, but that sounded like we were dating. <laughs> she sure does. It's fucking worse. Uh, and instead of when they canceled sports and the jobs, I decided that my new hobby was going to be podcasting. So, oh yeah. So well, that, that's, I mean, that's, that's, been, that's what that's I a, did too. It's been a weird choice. Now yeah. you haven't asked for advice. You've just been real sad. Yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> listed a bunch sad of sad things. things. I'm trying to think like, what's the most pressing? <laughs> yeah. What's the most pressing issue? Yeah, you I just made a laundry list of sad <laughs> that is not actually. Uh, just, I'm not a therapist. Yeah. I'm not a therapist. Like, I this can maybe a advice. cry for help more yeah. than. Uh, it's more just like where did I go wrong? Yeah. I guess is where I need the advice. When, what, 
What well, could have been better? Dear Abby, my parents, <laughs> I was born in a Motel 6. My pet's heads are falling off. Oh, oh shit, yeah. I don't know. It's, I, the, the issue is, is it's such a good idea, but I also don't take anyone's advice. Like, I'll right. ask for people's help, and then I'll just do whatever the fuck I want anyway. So. Well, that's what, yeah. There, another guy wrote in uh, about being socially awkward uh, and networking in comedy. Mm-hmm. I told him... He's, he's talk calling you out right now. <laughs> I thought that was a private question. <laughs> private email. Well, that's what I said. Like every comedian is socially awkward. Yeah. Um, and I also said just don't. It negates the entire idea of the podcast. But I said don't listen to anybody's <laughs> advice. advice. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah, I would not mine. Probably like, says the <laughs> the one piece of advice you should never give on an advice right. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you and know what? Just figure it all out yeah. yourself. <laughs> And then we canceled it. Yeah. That's how the first year Abby died. She said that. And then we <laughs> yeah, she blew her brain out. <laughs> Burned her house down. I've had enough. Ooh. Poor Abby. Uh, <laughs> so you said that earlier that you worked at uh, Roscoe's Tacos. I do. Yeah. And we are a service at the heart of this. We're comedy podcasts about the service industry. Right. Bridget is an executive chef. Uh, I have a lot of student loan debt from culinary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Counts. Counts. But I, we both worked in uh, kitchens and restaurants. Zach is a uh, sauce boss of Indianapolis. He owns Batch Number Two Mustard Company, or I guess Batch Number Two. You did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> really speaking <laughs> He owns a, a company called Batch Number Two. I, know, I, I had the, the mustard. That's good. Thank you. Good mustard. You just make mustard? Yeah, mustard, ketchup. Okay. Some barbecue sauce. I have a, a joke. I uh, have a joke about ketchup. I'm not going to do the joke, but I, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to. It's know just a little I, teaser. Yeah. Come to my show to see the rest of it. <laughs> but I have a, uh, I had merch made. I went on tour with two guys who didn't who said they were going to make merch, and then they didn't, and then I did, so I was the only one. But uh, it's a bottle of ketchup, Heinz 57 glass bottle of ketchup, and it has my face on it. I'll I'll show you a picture after. Yeah. Good, that's good. good. Yeah. That's kind of kind of a visual content yeah. really good. For that's a even better than a joke. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah. That was the the weirdest way to. Uh, <laughs> you like you like mustard? Huh? Let me tell you a joke. Well, I'm not telling you that joke. One time I had a shirt. Sorry, I missed Chris King being here. I feel like he would that would have been right up his alley to to pounce. Um. I'm, I am a lot of things, but in some ways I am nicer than Chris King. In some ways I'm a lot meaner than Chris King. So Well, you're not drunk yet. That's true. Yeah. This is true. It gets meaner as I get drunker. <laughs> Trent, you don't drink alcohol. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is all making me really uncomfortable, actually, the way she's smashing those beers. <laughs> have, you, have you never been a drinker? Or were you a drinker um, that had to stop? No, I, no, I didn't have a, I didn't have a problem. Um, I mean, I've drank a few times, but I just never got into it. Not your thing. Yeah, you know, like a family member that had a problem. That no, beat, not beat that. you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of that. Is I don't it, do, uh, don't do any drugs either. Yeah, or you. Uh, Straight edge is that what the is that what the kids? That's are what it? they say, but I I don't consider myself to be straight edge. I just never. Well, I always never. thought the difference was just like straight edge, like 
people that call themselves straight edge were just assholes. Right. Yeah, it's just like you can easily much. drink and not do drugs and not be a dick. Yeah. yeah. And not be I, a huge dick about it. Yeah, that's how I try to be. I'm not a I don't want to label myself as some <laughs> not like uh I don't know. It was like it was just people <laughs> that wanted to like beat people up. Right. <laughs> it was just yeah, like, it's like uh, punk rockers. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if they're are, are they even straight edgers anymore. I don't know. Not in COVID. Not <laughs> we all we all drink now. <laughs> Is that weird being in comedy? Because I feel like a lot of times in comedy you get paid in in booze, and like, yeah, like drink ticket. Yeah, here's some drink ticket. What the fuck am yeah. I supposed to do with this? Um, I'll just use it for a coke. Yeah, it's fair. It's oh. fair. Or I'll give them away. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. To That's me. why he got ten guest seats, and when we went, we had to pay. Oh, you guys had to pay. I'll tell you Don't what. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Don't I, even get me started. I, I, I've been trying. Like I just, I just keep going. I had Avery, the GM, on the podcast, right. and every time I go to Helium, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm just like, <laughs> oh, they make you I just want people to know I'm a comic in the yeah. city. That's all I'm looking <laughs> for. Have you tried saying, hey, I'm a comic? No, they, they, I, I got in for free. That's I had, almost uh, worse than saying, like, I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'm an asshole, and now I'm going to Yeah. <laughs> Have you not heard of me before? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm kind yeah, of a big deal. No, I just, no, I, I get in for free, but I thought, I thought the table was taken care of. Uh, I thought we were all on the list. It was not. And it oh, wasn't. Gotcha. Jake and I were like, they're like, and how will you two be paying? And I was like, are you okay? I gotcha. <laughs> so I ended up paying. I ended up trying to pay for them. I don't know. Okay. I was he like, did not pay for us, but it was a nice that he said it right now. Just, like just, that. just, <laughs> just one time. I just, I just want high roller status to be able to like come through. I'm like, yeah. oh, I got this. Uh, all these people. I'm like, look, I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tip the server. Like it'll be good. I just right. don't want to pay to walk into my home club. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a break real quick, and then we're going to come back with some uh, some hot advice. We're just going to think of an actual <laughs> question. A list of questions. And not just a, a tale of her sad life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Guest. Thank you for that weird countdown, Zach. I, <laughs> I like it. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on with my <laughs> no, finger there. I liked it. There's so many things that I feel like people are getting away with today because Chris King's not here. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is like substitute teacher day. <laughs> So we really just rolled in the TV and the VCR, and we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna learn from our pamphlets. I feel like Chris, Chris and I uh, can have it when we're together. It gets a very similar energy happening, but now in his seat without him here, I like I'm not I'm not bringing it to the table. I'm also super hungover, so like just another reason not to drink. What? He's not a child. He's like, right? <laughs> no, he's a grown like, ass man. I'm also like, that's why I shouldn't drink, though. You should, just for you guys at home, she pointed at our guest. It was like, uh, it was like a little finger gun. No, brush your teeth and make sure you get good grades on your report card. Uh, no, it was like this is why I need to be on the train you're on and not drinking because I'm making terrible decisions. How How old are you, Trent? I'm 25. So you started comedy. You were a young, a, a wee lad. Yeah, twenty years old, nineteen, twenty. I yeah, can't do math. Around, nine, wow, around nineteen. Eh? Uh, so six years in, like, how do you feel? Like, where is that? Like, uh, is that like a plateau year? Is that like uh, things really taken? I mean, I guess things aren't really taking off for anybody right now in comedy. Yeah. But twenty twenty is a plateau year for right. everyone. Exactly. I guess before, let's say, tw- let's say twenty nineteen. Well, before uh, COVID, I uh, well, it started now, but I recorded for Sirius XM. It's playing now. Mm-hmm. I have three tracks playing on uh, the comedy channels there. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, so yeah. So was, what what, is, what does that entail? 
What are you like? Was it an album? Like, was it like uh, well, uh, Ryan Neemiller was before he when he was on America's Got Talent, he was gonna record an album. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I guess that with some rules, like they can't record while you're competing on America's Got Talent, you got some contract or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had set this show up with me and then Joe Bates, uh, who's a comedian in Indianapolis and another comic. Um, and they were going to record it for Sirius XM and have like a set show that they was going to premiere like at a certain time. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't do that. So they just, and they still recorded our sets. Um, and then they like chopped them up into tracks and uh, they bought three of my tracks and five of Joe's. Um, and then they play it, and you get residuals from it. And oh, I just nice. got my first awesome. check from that, yeah. Is it like, like it's quarters? Pretty, <laughs> Is it like, no, like three good. bucks? or that's pretty good money. I, I think you get like 25 bucks. Uh, Every time play. they play it? Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So like that's just something that like if you're listening to the comedy channel like every so often you'll just hear you do a couple jokes yeah and, uh, and, and, then, like, and then you just watch that bank account grow exactly like how long are the the segments that they play like two or three minutes gotcha yeah. that's, that's awesome good, though. that's awesome yeah it's good exposure too because a lot of people have that so right I guess I didn't really if you're in a rental car mm-hmm. yeah I guess I never thought about the fact that like. All those comics, so like every time I hear Pat Oswald or anybody like they're mm. getting, yeah, I, I got to figure out how to get some of these additional <laughs> revenue streams. Yeah, I just kind of lucked into it. I was lucky that Ryan. Hey, Trent, I need some it. advice. How do I make more money? Well, you got to ride the coattails <laughs> of somebody more famous than you. There it is. Um, so we we're. I I think we started talking about. It. I don't know. We got sidetracked, but uh, you do. You are a service industry professional. I am, yeah. Working at Roscoe's Tacos. Yeah. What do you do there? Um, well, I basically everything. I'm, uh, you know, I run. Well, not really. You guys are actual chefs. I just heat things up. Mm-hmm. Um, but please don't give away all the trade secrets <laughs> right. of uh, Roscoe's Tacos <laughs> International. Uh, where I make the food. Uh, Preheat bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's not. So you just put stuff in a pan, like yeah. the meat and stuff. You know, yeah. it's not in bags. But um, uh, I don't want to throw them under the bus. But so you're like a line cook. Yeah. So you're like a line a line cook. Kind of. Would you, no. I don't really cook anything. It's all it's all made. It's all heated up already. You got it in pans. Well, that's argue, like a like a, a prep cook makes the food and then the line cook cooks it to order. So that's, okay. that's line cook, yeah. So I guess I've never really been to a Roscoe's Tacos. Is it kind of like a Chipotle where everything's like on the line? And yeah. Like, okay. Nice. And you come through and then... So you ring people up too. You do it all. Yeah, I try to avoid the... Uh, Customers? Yeah. Yeah. You and me both, buddy. <laughs> you and me both. So how long have you been doing that for? Uh, about the same time. Six years. It was six my years. first job. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's a long time to be at the same place though. Like that's that's some really good like rolling through money. Not really rolling through money. What's the word I'm looking for? I, I've, I've never heard anyone say rolling through <laughs> money. First, I don't know, I just gonna agree. First noise Zach makes all episode <laughs> fucking laughing at me. Um uh like like the opposite of high turnover. Consistent what's the word? When you're good at staying at a job. Complacent. Just, you're just gonna leave me in this hole? That's cool. Thanks, boys. Hey, you make the most rolling through money out of all of us. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not rolling through money. It's really, it's all like, no. 
like when you like for my thing is like when I was 25 I you a lot of times you have 25 year olds come in there's a pretty high turnover of right. how long they say like that's really good to be consistent in yeah. that way yeah. all thank of you. you thank you so how tired of working are you because like I, I've been to the point now where it's like I don't want I don't want to work on anything that's not comedy. I don't want to work on anything right. that's not like if I had it my way by this time next year, I would pay my rent from podcasting. Yeah. And I, I, I honestly think I could get more money from podcasting before I can make a living off of stand up comedy. Oh, probably. Um, but yeah, I just like, uh, like I'm to the point now and I don't think it's in a bad way. I just, I think I was heading this way for a while where it's just like, I'm burnt out of the service industry. Yeah. I love having people over like for this, like cooking on my terms, you know, but like when I was going into work for like eight, nine hour shifts, I would just feel trapped and I would just be like counting down the ta- time till I could leave. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I could be writing jokes. I could be doing, you know, whatever. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it's weird for comics too. Cause it's like, you feel like you're, working towards the thing that you want to do for the rest of your life. And then a job is just a job just because you have to pay. Rent. Yeah, exactly. But then as I feel like there comes a turning point where you just like, I don't know. I, I really start to resent and not my jobs that I have now. Like mm-hmm. I love working for my friend. Um, but like, do you ever feel that way? Am I way oh, off base? No, here? no. All, I mean, all the time. <laughs> He's not as jaded as you are. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, more so returning back to work now after I've been off for... Oh, yeah, sitting around, were you collecting that unemployment? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> go, back, go back to work. Yeah. yeah. And most people are making less. Like, when you go back, you, like, right. some of my staff are making less. Yeah, like, not everyone makes that rolling through money. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Get on my level, bub. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's hard because then people are like... You want to go back because the, the uncertainty of like whether or not the like good unemployment will last, or right. you know, it's like so people want to come back, but it's also like you're now out with people who really don't care, they don't want to follow the rules, and they're risking your health for a job that like nine times out of ten don't have insurance, and yeah. then you're making less than you were making sitting at home. It's a it's a lot. It is a lot. Really, just bringing bringing the whole whole mood <laughs> down in here, boys. <laughs> No, I was just like having flashbacks to like every COVID like <laughs> podcast we did where I was yelling for the first fifteen minutes about the state of the restaurant industry. Oh yeah. Um, did you? So you've gone on a lot of uh, comedy tours, then, right? Or a lot of little ones. Um, I went. I did like one big one. Where all like did you guys 11 go? Days. That's um, awesome. Kentucky, Tennessee, Atlanta. And back to Tennessee, uh, Ohio, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and then we finished in in Logansport, Indiana. Thanks. Were these all paid gigs? Uh, yeah, I'm. Some of them paid. Yeah, a lot more than others. <laughs> we did a show in a backyard Thanks. in Memphis, Tennessee. There is like six people there. Depends how many ketchup shirts you sold. Right. Oh, I saw. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Forgot. Um, yeah, but. Like that one, that one wasn't very good, but I think I made 11 bucks. Um, well, th- through the three of us, we made 11 bucks. Um, That's, where, where were you guys like staying at? Like friends? No, we had this, 
Well, the, we had this thing called Ignite Hospitality. I want to promote it because the guy is racist that runs it. <laughs> All right, you can just tell us the entire story now. That's what we're doing with the next 10 minutes. <laughs> well, I just saw on Facebook that he... There's, there's this thing called Ignite Hospitality, and they give you, like, uh, discounted hotels for, like, performers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to write a, a review on, like, Yelp and, and stuff and okay. share it on your social media. Uh-huh. But you get hotels for, like, 20 bucks. Oh, wow. Um, but I just saw that, like, some another comedian on Facebook shared this post of the guy that owns the thing uh, being, like, a big... What do you do? What do you say? I don't know. I... I like yeah, he's like a big Trump uh, MAGA guy, so I don't know. I might still use it. It's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I would need evidence of a hate yeah. crime too. I take a bargain. <laughs> well, we'll just have to agree to disagree. Jesus Christ! I need a, I need a place to stay. <laughs> yeah, I'll turn a blind eye. That's fun. So that was the only big tour you've ever done. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's um, awesome. I do like one some like one nighters and stuff, but yeah. never not like a big tour. Like I'd like to do another one. Um, we went on tour with Lucas Waterfill. Yeah, is this the same one or a different one? Same one. Okay, me, Joe Bates, Lucas Waterfill, and Lucas the, is in a wheelchair. For yeah. those of your listeners who don't know, and he, we had to take his aid with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was I was about yeah. to ask if you guys had to like help him go to the bathroom and stuff. Uh, fortunately, we didn't. Uh, his aid, his aid came with nightly us. hospitality takes yeah. care of it, actually. <laughs> like included I, in the twenty dollars. Yeah. I tell you what, man, I've hung out with him and I've I've helped him drink. I've helped him <laughs> do a lot of stuff. Like uh, he'll just kind of look at me like I'm his aide sometime, yeah. and I'm like, I don't remember getting paid for this. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got to help him out. So that's that's fun. Uh, and so he had he had like an. I mean, not. <laughs> We got to have him on the podcast, but I have to get a ramp. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not a very I, what I do. I literally have not oh, yeah, an accessible a house. Yeah. Um, Jesus, probably, uh, probably not. I, I think, he, he, think he could jump it if <laughs> <laughs> he gets up enough speed. Um, no, if I was going to say he has a ramp, but I don't think it would go up those stairs. Um, it's it's a pretty long walkway. Yeah, I didn't realize that until my surgery, and I was like taking a break halfway up. This is fine. This whole six steps. Are gonna, some steps. Can kill me. Were you guys staying all like in the same room? Uh, Lucas and his aide had different rooms than Joe and I. Stayed in the same room. Got a room. Different beds. Same room. Well, good to specify. Good to specify. <laughs> <laughs> So you say. So you say. <laughs> I think we all assumed that until you said it. Discount. <laughs> a discount's a discount. Yeah, I uh, I would love to do like a comedy tour. I tried to ask. Um, I tried to ask Olivia Grace. We've booked her a couple times, yeah. and uh, uh, like I'm fr- like we have a friendly relationship. Like she's called in. Like we called her up for our other podcast, Bridget and I did. And uh, she was doing, like, a little tour. She's always on the road, yeah, yeah. you know. So, like, last year before COVID, I messaged her, and I was just like, hey. Like, I, I thought what I was saying was, like, hey, if you need an opener and any of these gigs in the Midwest that are kind of, like, mm-hmm. I was basically anything, like, five hours from Indianapolis, like, I'd love to drive and 
open up for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like no money, whatever. Like I'll pay expenses to do this. I just think it'll be a fun experience or whatever. And I think she just misunderstood me and she was kind of like, yeah, I'd love to do another show in Indianapolis. And I was like, oh, that's not what I was asking at all. I, I, I do feel we're like, I think that is the thing, uh, being kind of socially awkward and, and trying to network and stuff. And it's like, you don't want to overstep sometimes, but then sometimes it's like, how do you tell people, here's some advice. How do you just tell people when you are interested in doing something? Like, what do you typically do? Well, you just say, hey, I'm interested in doing something. You don't beat around the bush. <laughs> Sounds so easy. <laughs> no, but I, I get where you're coming from. I just started doing that mm-hmm. pretty recently of just messaging people and saying, hey, I want to do your show. Um, and then uh, everything shut down. So, yeah. Just, so, uh, yeah. good, good stuff. I, uh, yeah, I've got on some comedy shows like that where you know, get in your head sometimes and you're like, I feel like I'm being purposely overlooked for this. Like, I feel like somebody doesn't want me on the show. And then I've asked, and they're like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And I'm like, oh, right. why didn't I do this six months ago? Yeah. <laughs> I've just been in my own head thinking, thinking the world hated me. Well, I didn't realize it's such a, like, close-knit community. And so it's like, on the one side, you want to, like, move, like, you want to move ahead, but you also want to support everyone else. And it's, uh, I'm not going to ask for shit like that, so I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Be like going into work every day and being like, "Hey, I want a job here. Yeah, and I need right. you to give me a job here." Can I have a raise? Can I have a raise? Can yeah. I have a raise? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's weird in comedy too because it's like a, sometimes you just forget. There's so many people that you just kind of somebody falls through the cracks or something, and it's no slight on them. Yeah, and then you'll just see somebody do really well at a mic or a show or something one day, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about old Chum Chum," you know, <laughs> like. Classic he's, chum chum. He's a Pacific <laughs> Islander. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. He's just trying to get in good with the, the nightly, whatever you. The hey, I'm trying to get the discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep America great again. Oh, when I go on those cross country road tours <laughs> for nine dollars. <laughs> nine dollars a room. Nine if you share a bed. Yeah. Right. Tw- Twenty for two yeah. beds. Yeah, I'm hot racket. I don't have any aids with me. It's just gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I will be leaving AIDS in the room when I'm done. Oh, uh, I just leave bad. all these hot takes in the in the second half of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. It's cringy. And then I just made eye contact with that bag of figs again. Ugh. <laughs> uh, what we normally do is I normally get those awful jokes out at the beginning, and then they're behind us. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I didn't do that today. Yeah. Sweet. It's been, it's been pretty pretty tame today. Good. I say that, and then you're gonna yeah. keep saying fucking AIDS jokes. Say something anti-Semitic. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your turn. Well, you don't have to pressure me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do it anyway. So I guess I mean, get to it in my own term. You're gonna push me. Where do you see? Um, how do you see the rest of 2020 going comedy-wise? Because here's what I'm afraid of. There's a lot of. Uh, He's like, what are your thoughts? But let me tell you mine first. Let me tell you mine first. No, I just I just think there's a lot of like outdoor comedy. There's a lot of outdoor everything right now, and I feel yeah. like in a month and a half, like, what's going to happen then? Like, right now the only they better month- start wearing jackets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, are we just fucking parkas outside <laughs> and snow boots? Are we just still trying to do everything outside until it just like gets into four below zero? Or? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, with open mics, 
I really don't know how it's going to work. I mean, some clubs are doing shows on the weekends and stuff. It seems to be working. I don't know. I'm not a, a health expert. <laughs> um, um, but I don't know. It's, uh, it's going to be hellfire and brimstone, probably. <laughs> <laughs> would you say comedy is over? <laughs> yeah, that's why I started the podcast. Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, the, the podcast is my backup plan. <laughs> We're getting get the jump on it. You're no health expert, but what if I just ask for COVID-19 advice? <laughs> <laughs> is it safe to reuse the same mask every day for six months? Oh my God. I don't know, probably. <laughs> well, did you hear the tangent, but did you hear that in schools they're going to give kids one mask that like they'll provide as the school? But it's like... A second grader is not going to keep that mask. They're going to lose it immediately. Like you just have right. fucking COVID children everywhere. Oh, they just get like one like paper yeah. mask. Like they'll give them like one mask at the beginning of the school year, and then be like, oh, "I thought you meant one a day. Good luck. One no, a year. One. For no, it's the like year. a gym uniform. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't lose it, or else you'll pay for it. I don't think it's probably not a paper mask either. Yeah, I think I think it's probably a, but still, that feels yeah, ill advised. Yeah, I don't even I don't even understand the the school. I, I I think back to how gross my school was, and <laughs> yeah. I'm just like. Also, you were in school a million years ago. It was a long time. Yeah, but it was still gross. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think much has come in the way of uh, schools being gross. Like I, I watch movies and they still look the same. It's still. <laughs> A gross locker room. That's, that's how I know about schools these days. I've seen Mean Girls. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Think I ain't never watched Twilight before. Like I know what's happening in those vampire yeah. schools. Still fucking dirty. Bitches are sparkling everywhere. I've seen them. I've seen them. But yeah, it's like schools. I mean, are not known for being. Well, now each school has like a security guard. That's like you have to like over the summer. And like once they shut on schools, like they weren't allowing teachers in because mm-hmm. one teacher who was like needed to go grab something, and then was like positive, and now there's COVID everywhere. Like I don't, I don't really know how it works exactly, but I'm pretty sure if you're in the space and just like then it's everywhere. But yeah, it's a it's gonna be a weird time, and you know they're not like giving schools more money, so it's gonna be good. <laughs> It's going to be solid. We always like to end these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, so down really positive. Um, we can talk about ketchup some more. If that you have, <laughs> can you have any advice on how we can uh, make a better podcast <laughs> so we could yeah. not be such a downer? Yeah. Not bring Bridget on again as advice. No, I think, I think it's, it, you know, it's going to be realistic. <laughs> the world sucks. <laughs> <laughs> It just it, it, sense in pretending it doesn't. It suck. It, it's it's been sucking, but it sucks in such a weird way now because it was like at least lockdown was kind of like ah we're all in it together. Right. I argue to say relaxing, but like not relaxing. Like I mean, in certain ways, there was a lot of like I don't have the stress of this. I did have like a just existential dread every day, but I didn't yeah. have like this normal stresses. And now it's just like, ah, go back out there and start up your everything again. Yeah. Except everything's kind of sucks, and yeah, you'll probably get sick. Don't let anyone touch you, but even if they don't, you will absolutely be sick. Right. Well, like I like I work for uh, a wedding venue, and they made a special loophole where it's just like uh, you still get married. They don't have like a cap on people mm. to get married, so it'd be like two hundred people without mask on and stuff. And like I go back and forth on how much 
I really want to be around that many people. Even yeah. if I have a mask on, I'm just like, I, I like this money, but like, I don't know. Then everyone gets drunk and they get real weird about the mask because like, there's a sign that's like, hey, uh, you have to wear a mask to order. Mm-hmm. And after like the second drink, everyone's just like, come on, buddy. Come on. <laughs> right. I, just- forgot, I forgot my mask. You, know, you, don't, you don't care, do you? Or like people come up to me and they'll be like, how much you hate wearing that thing, huh? How much you hate wearing that thing? Just take your fucking free gimlet and get the fuck out of here. Right. This one guy came up and he just like was just holding it up to his face and like ordering it like like he was talking to a microphone. He was like, I'm like one vodka soda. <laughs> what are you doing, sir? Oh, no. I saw a guy at the gas station. He just pulled his uh, his T-shirt up over his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen guys come up and order with their hands over their mouth. Somebody the other day was saying that they saw someone that had their uh, like wife beater tank top up over their ears. <laughs> So they kind of like swooped around, and that's what they were wearing as their mask. I mean, I don't hate it. Yeah, I kind of like that one. I think a shirt over your face. Will like you that. get like COVID? Yes, one hundred percent. Like you're not safe, and you're well. Yeah, you're everyone, but it's like here. you made me laugh, so I'll take it. Um, yeah. What's the worst COVID mask you've seen? I'm that trying. Was bad. I'm trying to think. Um, we have our we our staff wear them, and so we have. They've all gotten, like, really creative. Like, now that everyone, like, they're, they're everywhere now. You know, like, for a while, you couldn't find them anywhere, but now everywhere has masks. Yeah. Um, and so we have some that have some really creative things. So uh, somebody had one that said, uh, they're trans, so it said they, them on it. And so it's like, so then people just know automatically. Uh, we've got a lot of staff with Black Lives Matter masks. Um, but then we have just, uh, we had a guy the other day come in, and he stumbled up. And he had a pineapple button up. Um, he, as he was walking up, he was trying to button the shirt. It was completely open. Um, he was trying to button it, and uh, got two buttons buttoned, but then pulled the collar up over his face and was like, "Does this count?" And we're like, "No, you're <laughs> clearly already drunk and absolutely no, that doesn't count." And he was like, "Well, fuck you guys then." And I was like, "All right, sir, that seems Ooh. that seems out of line." Wow. I've been out of the kitchen for one minute. You're the only person that I've like come out to see. I, they keep me in the back. I I popped in on Bridget uh, workplace yesterday to say hi, like a, right. a good co-host. Mm-hmm. And I uh, walked in and I saw, excuse me, I saw another uh, local comic was sitting in there by himself. And I was like, hey, are you here by yourself? And he was like, yeah. I was like, do you care if I join you? And he was like, yeah, come on. It was in a big booth to be there by himself. And then the poor server host, I'm not sure, Cause they do contact tracing, so like that kind of threw their whole thing off. And like she like runs up and she was like, "Just so you know, if he sits, if anyone catches COVID, like it's on you guys to uh. to, to call each other." <laughs> like I was like, "Oh, this that is weird." Fair. Yeah. Have yeah, you have you have you gone any place had the contact tracing? Yet? I have not. No. I think it's just us. <laughs> I think it's. I don't think anyone. But the thing is, is like if someone for some reason does get it, then you have to send that list to the health department. And so, right. like, we have a list every single day that our staff come in. You sign, like, your name. You sign. There's, like, a list of symptoms. You say, do I have any of the symptoms? No. And then you kind of say your position. And so it's, like, we keep all of those. We keep the contact tracing. Because it's, like, if someone gets sick and we have to close, like, we have to send that to the health department so that they call. Yeah, right. But it's, like, I don't know what anyone else is doing. Uh, no Not, one else is doing that. Yeah. Doesn't give a <laughs> shit, apparently, as it turns out. First I've heard of it. No, I've I've only really I've only, people are really upset about it. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing. If someone asks you for your, your phone number you can, and you don't want to give it, just give them a fake number. It's That's fine. What, when Dwight was on a couple weeks ago, it's like uh, he's one of our bartenders and a really funny comedian in the city. But he, um, which you all know. I don't know why I need to say that. That's fine. Right. He's um, also black, so. He's also black. He is. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, it's like, you don't have to give, like, just make up a name. Make up a number. Right. It's only for your protection. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if you get COVID or not. What I do care about is if I get shut down because you were an asshole. Like I like I like anybody who gets like anybody who freaks out that they have like any kind of shred of privacy in 2020 and people are like I don't want the government like 20 years ago you could you could have maybe got away with I don't want the government to know my business but it's just like you're posting this on Facebook uh, Uncle yeah. Roy you know like <laughs> the government knows where you're at yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> I would, you know what? I like Chris King's idea of we all just go into suspension pods for like two weeks. What if we just, everyone just, like no one left. No one goes to the hospital. Nobody gets food. We just go, all right, we're really going to, we're really going to do a, like a 15, 16 day lockdown. You can't get sick. Like maybe like extreme, like. Okay, maybe the hospital stay open, but nothing else is open. <laughs> Fucking Taco Bell is not open, okay? Right. Like, we're shutting the shit down. Yeah. Go to the grocery store. Maybe you can have food delivered, but we're going down to, like, even like even more strict than we were originally. You time. know, like what they did in every other country in the world. <laughs> yeah, and is just, like, we're just, yeah, we'll just knock it out in two weeks. Two weeks, but, like, fast, like, I don't know. I would even see the majority of, like, places, and then everyone else, if you have to be outside, it's... Extreme mask and social distancing, and then we all get rid of it, and then we're just fucking done with it. Yeah, that, obviously that would be the best case scenario. The issue is that people don't want to do that. I kind of like the new normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? I would like it if we lived. You know what? If I lived in like Florida or Arizona, and it was like, yeah, we just eat tacos outside now because the, the the air's poison. You know, like. <laughs> I'd be fine with that, but I just think the winter's gonna suck around here. Like it was fine. Like it was a perfect transition into summertime. We're like, hey, we're just gonna close off all the streets and we'll just be eating margaritas in the streets. Won't that be fun? And it's like it has been fun. But I know that cold weather's coming around the corner. That is like, what are we gonna do for the next six months? Well, it's like people don't want to go out. I mean, this is the sucky part about working in restaurants, and I'm sure like you all know too. But like, this is the busy season. Like this is when people go out to eat. This right. is when yeah. people have time, and so it's like. Then going into from a like slow busy season to now a slow cold season where it's like cases are going up. But I'm just really bringing it down here. <laughs> cases are going up. The weather's getting colder. People get sick naturally. Or the, yeah, Trent, we're normally more fun than this. I don't know. We got on. We got on a weird. We got on a weird kick today. Um, where can people find you? Where can people follow you on the social medias? Uh, on Twitter, it's at Trent Mabry. And on Instagram, it's trend underscore Mabry. Uh, and you can listen to my podcast. I didn't say the name last Yeah, what it's is It's called There You Go. <gasps> there You Trent Go. Nice. I like it. Yeah. There. And if you have, what, Sirius XM, you can. Oh, yeah. Um, Every time you hear it, 25 bucks right in your pocket. Exactly. How do people, <laughs> how do people email their, their, their advice quandaries to you? You can email advice from Trent at gmail.com. Advice from Trent at gmail.com? Yeah. I like okay. it. I think we're going to do that. 
I think I've got Please a lot. Please do. I need, <laughs> I I need, need them all to be anonymous, though. Yeah. I need no one else to know what my questions are. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'll leave you with this. Uh, I, used to work at, I used to work at a summer camp. Oh. And, uh, for teenagers. And, uh, and I drove a school bus uh, full of kids out into the woods for like a week straight. This gets creepier. And they gave us uh, talking. They gave us a tackle box full of uh, like it was like all the kids' medicine and stuff like that. So like we had very little training. They just they just they just portioned out every, all the kids' medicines with their names and day. There was like a log corresponding, and we had basic first aid training, and that was it. And so I had to just like hand out the kids' medicine at meal times. It was pr- it was pretty pretty yeah helpful the best pretty hope, easy. Hope the right kid gets the right meds. Uh, but there was. Um, Every week, there would be, like, a girl would start a period for the first time. We always had a female counselor on. But uh, one time, the female counselor was gone. At this late, I just hate everything about this, this girl. Right asked, she asked me, like, for her first tampon. And uh, I had to, like, dig through, like, a tackle box to get a tampon out. And I was like, I don't. Yeah. Good Here luck. You go. I don't know what to do with this either. Just. Good luck. And I just, that best. happened a few times during the summer. And I just think there's three women out there that, like, that was their first experience with, uh, <laughs> You know, becoming a woman. <laughs> right. asking what? me to dig a... Why? Why what? did you tell the story right now? <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about advice. Or, you know, <laughs> advice. None of that's advice. The advice is never tell that story again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What you're saying is there are three women out there who have, like, just had their whole fucking female experience fucked up because of you. <laughs> just, like, throw a tampon at them from a fishing box. Good luck. Yeah. That was my advice to them. Ah. <laughs> Nailed well, those, it. Those women can email me at adviceprint@gmail.com, <laughs> and they will be. Way to, way to stick the landing, Trent. Thank you. <laughs>